what's going on everybody welcome back to spoiler reels if you're new to the podcast welcome to spoiler reels i'm your host my name is angel and if you are new to the podcast welcome uh check out my instagram page if you are new or if you've been rocking with me since day one check out that instagram page uh that's where i put all my content that's where you can message me if there's a movie you want me to review i'll be more than happy to do it uh just as long as i'm able to you know find the movie stream it and all that shit then we're all good uh my instagram page is spoiler reels spoiler underscore reels so check that out and of course if you are new to the podcast uh just gotta let you guys know spoilers everywhere on this film that i'm about to review which i'm sure you guys already know which one it is since uh you clicked play the play button so you already know what the fuck i'm gonna be talking about uh so if you if you want to watch this movie spoil free you can message me on instagram you can ask me whether it's worth it or not that's basically the whole point of this podcast i, I love talking about movies but i also want to let you know listeners know whether it's worth the time you know if it's worth the uh admission ticket at the movie theater do you want to waste your time on it do you not do you want you don't want to waste your money on it you want to just know what kind of movie it is i can let you guys know uh whether it's worth it or not so because i'm gonna watch the movie regardless you know i just love watching movies and now that i have this podcast uh <laughs> that's why I, I i i do this i do this for you guys so uh yeah so that's pretty much i think all i gotta say here so that being said let's get started and now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation holy shit that was loud my bad guys i did not even check the <laughs> the volume i didn't realize it was that pretty high so my bad if it was a little too loud there uh so the movie i'll be talking about in this one uh obviously the the movie i'm talking about here for this episode is lightyear uh this one is the spinoff from the uh franchise film toy story i'm sure most of you guys already know about toy story and uh the characters and everything like that uh in this film they focus more on buzz lightyear uh they even mentioned it in the beginning of the film that this was the this was the uh, movie that inspired andy to be a buzz lightyear fan um he uh i guess he watched this this film and and uh, uh and was a fan instantly here um this movie <clears throat> had a lot of controversial a lot of mixed reviews um and i can understand why when i went to go see it uh i, I guess expectations were a bit low especially with a lot of people telling me how oh, man like i told them hey look you know no spoil spoilers <laughs> ironic that I do the spoiler reels, but I don't want them spoiling it for me. But it's it's so that I can kind of go in there open-minded 
you know nothing spoiled like you know i've only seen the trailers and i've seen a few of them and and uh and i as i mentioned i hate the fucking trailers nowadays i you, you practically watch the whole the whole movie there and uh I, I just the trailers they need to tone it down a bit with that shit but uh yeah so it's gotten a lot of controversial on this and i'm gonna say this right now does it deserve the hate it's getting now? I don't think so. I think people kind of uh, are are overdoing it a little bit too much. Was it a good movie? Not really. No, and and not by a mile. Like if if this is obviously this is part of that Toy Story franchise. It's a spinoff, but it's in that same universe. This would be at the bottom of the of the of the list. Like if I had to rank the Toy Story movies, this would have to be included. More than likely would be at the bottom. Does it deserve the bashing it's getting? Me personally, no. I don't think it's that bad of a film. I think people just kind of overreacted. The fact that Tim Allen is not voicing Buzz Lightyear. But as as the company has, has, has mentioned, this is the real-life Buzz Lightyear that, that uh, Andy was a fan of Chris Evans did the voice of Lightyear, the real Lightyear. Tim Allen did the voice of the toy. So there's that. And and, and it, it, it made matters worse when Tom Hanks chimed in and said that he doesn't understand why Tim Allen did not get this role. And of course, when you get someone like Tom Hanks saying that you guys were wrong for that, it's going to make the movie look less impressive. That being said, this film was okay. It's not as bad as people were putting it. Like they, they were like bashing this fucking movie. Like it was like pretty bad. And when I watched it, I was like, I don't think it deserves all of that. I Look, IMDb gave it a 5.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes got a 75% and the Met Metacritic, the Metacritic got 60%. It says uh legendary Space Ranger Buzz Lightyear embarks on an intergalactic adventure alongside ambitious recruits Izzy, Moe, Darby, and his robot companion Socks. This one came out in June 17, 2022. This was directed by Angus McLean, distributed by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures. Adapted from the Toy Story. And of course, as I mentioned, this has Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear. Taika Watiti as Mo Morrison. James Bro uh, James Brolin as Zerg. Uh, Kiki Palmer as Izzy. Izzy Hawthorne. And then we got Peter Son as Sox. For the most part, those are like the uh, main characters here. Let's get to the Wikipedia here. So this is considered a bomb for disney and i think it's gonna make disney a bit nervous to do any other spinoffs right now uh like if if we wanted to get a a woody spinoff we're, we're probably not gonna get it uh if we wanted to do uh mr potato head spinoff we're probably not gonna get it this buzz lightyear was one of the most iconic characters right next to woody it in the Toy Story franchise. If he fails. What does that say about it? all the other characters. For the spinoffs. It, it's not looking good for that at all. 
Um, but the you know also the marketing, I think fucked they fucked up too. Why would you put this movie to battle to battle it out with uh, Jurassic World Dominion? Why would you put it right there next to uh, Top Gun Maverick? Like, why would you put them against those guys? Why couldn't you have waited maybe, you know, maybe put it a, a month earlier or put it a month later? Would have, would have it, could it have made it a difference? Maybe, maybe, but I think people still would have bashed on this movie simply because Tim Allen's not there. The story plot got a little confusing, especially in the third act, which I thought that's where I, they kind of lost me. And I was like, ah, oh, what the fuck? I Oh no, that's not good. Or at least in my opinion, but uh let's let's see here. So Lightyear is a 2022 American computer animated science fiction action adventure film produced by Walt Disney Pictures and Pixar Animation Studios and distributed by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures. The film is a spin-off of the Toy Story film series featuring the character Buzz Lightyear, but it does not take place within the same fictional universe as the main Toy Story films. Mm, where Buzz Lightyear is a plastic toy. Instead, it is it is billed as a film that characters within the main Toy Story universe have watched, in which Lightyear is a human space ranger. So shouldn't they be in the same universe? All right. It was a co-written and directed by Angus McLean and produced by Galen Sussman and stars Chris Evans as the voice of the titular character. Uh, all right. Uh, Lightyear tells the story of a young astronaut, Buzz Lightyear, who, after being marooned on a hostile planet with his commander and crew, tries to find a way back home while confronting a threat to the universe's safety. The concept of a human Buzz Lightyear who exists in a fictional universe within a fictional universe, which is, see, you, 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 <laughs> doing all of that just, <laughs> it makes it more confusing. I and mean, it's just, it's just, it's throwing more shit to the film. Why, why, why confuse that? Uh, like, it, you could have kept it plain and simple and it might have been even better. Was first introduced in the 2000 direct-to-video film Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, The Adventures Begins, which was then used as the pilot to the TV series Buzz Lightyear of Star Command from 2000 to 2001. After finishing work on Finding Dory 2016, McLean, a science fiction fan, pitched the idea of making a film about Buzz Lightyear at Pixar to evoke the science fiction films he grew up watching. The animators wanted to give the film a cinematic and chunky look. Michael Giacchino, Giacchino, Giacchino composed the film score. Lightyear premiered at the El Capitan Theater in Los Angeles on June 8th and was theatrically released in the U.S. on June 17, 2022 in Real 3D, 3D, 4DX, Dolby Cinema, and IMAX formats. It became the first Pixar film to be released in the theaters worldwide since Onward in March 2020, which is a great movie, and the first film in IMAX. The film is considered to be a box office bomb, having grossed $213 million worldwide against a $200 million production budget. It received generally positive reviews, with critics praising the film's animation, voice acting, score, and entertainment value, although the screenplay received criticism. Uh, so, it's not really a bomb. I mean, it's a $200 million production, but it's at $213 million. So, you, you didn't make a whole lot of money, but... 
this is this is Disney, Pixar, and all that shit where they hardly ever make bombs. You know, like every every movie they make is always a hit. So this to them is a bit of a of a problem. So I I guess I can see why. So before we get to the plot here, guys, um, as I mentioned, I I I don't think it deserves the bashing that's getting. It has its moments here and there. I think it's the like how the movie starts off was pretty good. I was like, well, why are they hitting on this? Is actually starting off pretty good. And then they get to the second act where it starts kind of falling apart a little bit. And then on the third act, it just seemed like it, it, it just went out the window. <clears throat> Still, though, the uh, the voiceovers on the film I thought was great. I actually did like some of the comedy that was in here. People were saying that the comedy wasn't that great or, or it was a miss. I liked some of the comedy. I'm not saying all of it because not all of it landed, but some of it did. And one of the ones that, that actually made me laugh was, or one of my favorite characters in the film, was the old lady the uh, that was on parole. Uh, she She joined the Space Rangers so that they can shave a little time off of her sentencing. I thought she was hilarious and because she's like this old lady, very short and she's, she's a space ranger was funny to me. And then some of the, some of her, her, uh, some of her, uh, uh, dialogue and some of her, uh, reactions in the film, I thought was pretty hilarious. I thought she was the one that kind of made me laugh the most out of the whole crew. Uh, there was one that kind of annoyed me. And then the other one, I just, I don't know. It was okay, but for the most part, I think she, she, I thought she was funny. Buzz was also funny as well. I thought in, in some of the moments, I thought it was pretty funny here. Um, but yeah, second act is kind of where like started just crumbling a little bit. And then the third act kicked in. I was like, oh shit. No wonder people are hating on this. All right, let's get to the plot here. So Buzz Lightyear, a space ranger in Star Command is commanding officer and best friend Aisha Hawthorne. Uh, ex- is it? Oh no, Alicia. I'm sorry, Alicia Hawthorne. Explore the habit habitable planet, uh, Connie to Connie Prime with their new recruit, Feathering Gamstam. <laughs> I actually, yeah, that's it's funny. I remember that Buzz had a hard time. He just called them rookie. Uh, they are forced to retreat to their exploration vessel after discovering that the planet hosts, uh, hostile life forms. Buzz damages the vessel during the retreat, forcing the crew to evacuate in order to con- uh, conduct repairs and continue their journey. So in this scene, this is how I mentioned it. It starts off pretty good. Like the action kicked in right away. Um, I like how Buzz, even in the, if you're a fan of the Toy Story films, you would know some of the, some of the hints that they throw in this film here. Like how when Buzz got to Andy's room, he's calling on the on the uh, space command, come in space command, you know, and like he puts like his, uh, uh, he puts like, it's like a journal of his or whatever. And they're like, nobody reads it. Nobody cares. Like, I know, I know, but I do it because it makes me focus. So I like how they just brought little hints in there from the toy story franchise onto this film. Uh, starting with him, like talking on the, doing a little small recording, his report and everything like that. I thought that was pretty funny. And then of course uh, he fucks up. And he's hard on himself, so he just he says right away like I, I I resign, I'm no space ranger and all this and that. And then of course they get this bright idea of how to how to get them 
out of that planet and back home. One year later, the crew have constructed an, an ascent colony along with the necessary infrastructure to conduct repairs. Buzz volunteers to test hyperspace fuel, a key component of the repairs. However, after a four-minute test, he finds that four years have passed on to Connie Prime due to the effects of time dilation from having traveled at relative, oh my God, relativistic speeds. Buzz is introduced to Sox, a, ro a robotic feline, and continues testing the hyperspace fuel. With every test, four more years pass on to, Kini, uh, to Connie Prime until eventually over 62 years have passed. During this time, the colony develops. Alicia raises a son with her wife, Kiko, uh, subsequently dying of old age, and Sox improves the fuel's composition, allowing it to obtain faster than light speeds. This was another um, problem with, I guess, uh, uh, in the movie where people were not happy the fact that uh, that they had two women in love in the movie, in a Disney movie at that. And uh, people were shutting that down as well. Uh, they, they weren't liking that. They're like, the kids are watching this, you know, all this and that. So that was another issue why, uh, I, at least that's what I read. That's what I heard. Um, you know, that they, they said that that was another one of those things that they didn't like the fact that Disney was trying to put that out there in their movies and whatnot. So that was another reason why people were bashing on this movie as well. So there's that scene where like, you just see Buzz going, there's like a small montage of him going every time, trying to trying to break the faster than light speed and uh four years have passed every time he comes back to the point where his friend that he kind of that that he started off with in the planet is already at old age uh she's about to die and of course you know Disney man Disney and Pixar they uh they always got to make a scene where they you know they're cutting onions and they're going to make the the viewers cry where um when Buzz was in space, she was basically already on her deathbed. So she decides to make a video for Buzz when he got back. And when he did get back, it showed the video of her on her deathbed already old. And she um, and her gra her granddaughter is like telling her that about Buzz and saying that, uh, you know, he's right now he's out there in space. I'm just leaving a message saying goodbye to my friend and all that. And it, it was pretty sad. It It is because. These two were good friends, you know, they, they they actually did a good development between them two, where it's believable that they're, you know, they they were side to side, you know, being uh, uh, a, a, a space commander and all his other shit. And, and uh, so for him to see that she's dying and withering away, he still looks the same, still young and everything like that. So. You know, he feels and not only that, he also feels guilty. The fact that they're stuck on this planet, you know, to him, it's his fault. The fact that they're still there and he's watching his friend die uh, at an old age in this planet instead of Earth. So, of course, he's he's got that right there. But Sox does eventually uh, find the um, find the right answer for, for the faster than light speed because uh, <laughs> Buzz had told him Sox to find a way to to fix that and he actually said that just jokingly but socks eventually did 
against the orders of his new commanding officer, uh, Commander Burnside, Buzz uses this new fuel comp uh, composition for a successful hyperspace test. Upon landing, Buzz discovers 22 years have passed, during which Takani Prime has been invaded by Zyklops robots led by the mysterious Zerg. Buzz meets up with members of the colony's de defense forces, including I Izzy Hawthorne, Alicia's now-adult granddaughter, Mo Morrison, a fresh, naive recruit, and Darby Steele, an elderly paroled convict, who I, is my favorite character in this film. While initially reluctant to work with them, Buzz eventually warms to them. Together, they plan to attack Zerg's ship and destroy the invading force. You know, by by explaining you guys this um, this story, you think it would it, it sounds good, sounds good. Like, why is this movie being overblown? As I mentioned, it's it's actually starts off great, and like I said, in second act, which we're pretty much in, it's actually like it it got there. It's just when towards the end of the second act, starting the third act, I think it just falls apart, at least for me. But we get like Buzz thinks after he comes back, twenty two years have passed, and now the planet that he's in, this that little small city that they they built, is now inside, uh, uh protected by a huge hovering dome where zorg and his people uh where his zorg and his people can't get in or or penetrate that 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 uh wall and then it's up to buzz basically uh and his new recruits to find a way to destroy it uh just take down zorg and and get to people to safety basically and get bring the people back to planet earth and get out of this planet but the people are so used to this planet that they're okay to stay there. They're okay staying there. And Buzz is like, "Why? Let's go back to Earth. This is not our planet. Let's go to another. Our our you know. Our, let's go back to Earth." So Buzz is determined. Buzz is determined to bring everybody back to Earth. While that city already is, like they're used to it. So many years have passed. It's their own Earth now. It's it's their own world now. So. But Buzz, obviously, he's like, nah, fuck that. This is my fault. My best friend fucking died in this planet because of me and all this other stuff. So you can see why Buzz is like completely determined. And now he's stuck with these rookies, basically, who are who are space rangers simply by force. I expect only only uh, the granddaughter of uh, 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 what's her name? Izzy. Is the only one that's actually like wanting to be there because obviously her grandma Alicia was a space ranger and of course she wants to live up to those expectations so she wants to be there but the other group is is um <laughs> they're there by force so basically so there is so Buzz basically has to work with these rookies and of course they get into a heap of mess uh but the I will say this the action on this movie was actually pretty good. Like some of the some of the fighting scenes and and um, them escaping, you know, the, those Zyklops or whatever, was pretty good. I actually thought it was pretty good. Um, I enjoyed it. I, you know, some of the like I said, uh, some of the uh, uh, comedy in this was actually pretty good. I, you know, I, I actually thought some of the comedy did fall pretty good. So, uh, yeah, let's get going here. Uh, following an encounter, Zerg abducts Buzz, bringing him aboard 
his ship where he reveals that he is an older Buzz. This is where I was like, what? No. From an alternative timeline in which he escaped from Burnside's forces after the successful hyperspace test. Aided by the, by the effects of time dilation, he traveled to the far future. Encountering a technologically advanced and abandoned vessel. He assumed Zerg's identity by wearing his signature mecha suit and traveled to the now present to obtain more hyperspace fuel from Buzz. You see how it starts? For me, I was like, this is where I was like, oh, fuck. This is where I think they dropped the ball. I was like, I, I think you guys are reaching on this one here. Uh, <sighs> All right. I, 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 that's just me. Uh, in order to travel further back in time and prevent the exploration vessel from landing on Takani Prime in the first place. However, Buzz refuses due to the implications of the possible temporal paradox that would result from such actions, which would wipe out the current timeline and everyone from it. Meanwhile, Izzy, Moe, Darby, and Soggs board uh, Zerg's ship to assist Buzz. After a chaotic assault on the ship, Buzz and his comrades in arms destroy the ship and escape. However, Zerg, having survived his ship's destruction, arrives and attacks Buzz, grabbing the hyperspace fuel. As Zerg prepares to destroy him, Buzz shoots the fuel, causing it to explode and incapacitate Zerg. With the fuel gone, Buzz wishes to stay on Takani Prime. Upon landing, Burnside arrests Buzz, but relents, allowing Buzz to revive, revive the Space Ranger uh, Corp. Buzz selects Izzy, Moe, Dorby, and Sox to form the core of this organization, much to the Burnside's surprise. Buzz and his team are then sent off to a new adventure in parts unknown. In a post credit scene, Zerg is revealed to have survived the explosion. And the movie's over. That's where I got lost a little bit. Zerg is an old version, is a is a old version of Buzz. It, the Zerg that I knew in the Toy Story, it's just Zerg. It's not an old from whatever. It's been it's been a very long time since I've seen the Toy Story movies. But I don't remember that being a part of it. I thought just Zerg was just Zerg. You know, I didn't know Zerg was an old buzz. And I was like, what? And then and then they started going with these like paradox and like going from it's he's from a different timeline. And, and this I was like, you lost me, bro. Like, why are you doing all of this? Why did you do all this? Like, you didn't have to do that. I get, I get you, you had, I guess maybe you had to do it just to make Buzz realize that if he went all, if he went along with this plan, that, that everybody in, in, in this timeline would be erased, including Alicia's granddaughter. She'd be erased and be back to normal. But of course, Buzz would be like, fuck, dude, I, I, I got along with this crew. I like this crew. We, you know, we bonded. Now I feel guilty about it. That's all you would need, though. Could you imagine if I think it would have been more better if Buzz was like right there and he was about to do it. But then as soon as he did it, he maybe maybe. Uh, uh, oh, Jesus Christ, uh, maybe uh, the Hawthorne, the granddaughter would, would, you know, try to convince Buzz not to do it. You know, maybe they had like more of an emotion of an emotional approach to it 
to show Buzz that, you know, don't do this. Stay in this planet. Stay in this timeline. And we just move on. Like, I think it would have been in a better, a better move there than having another Buzz try to show him that he's that he shouldn't do this. Like, I I think to me doing that was more confusing. If he would have just had the crew that he bonded with throughout the movie, convince him not to go along with this. It would have been a more, a, a more emotional approach. And they didn't do that. And instead they're like, no, let's confuse the fuck out of the, out of the uh, uh, viewers and go with that. And I just, that's why I was like, oh shit, dude, why'd you do this? Like, after that, I was like, fuck, man. Like, I was like, no, I could see why people were hating on this. Because the, the, after that, I was like, oh, God, they, they crumbled at the end. At least in my opinion, I think they did. Um, I, I just, I did not like it. And then the movie was over. I, I did like, however, as I mentioned, uh, the, the characters outside of the other one. I, I think the one that's always clumsy, uh, always drops something and just like makes everything worse. He just kind of got annoying after a while. Um but uh, Hawthorne, the granddaughter, I thought she was great. As I mentioned, the the old lady on parole, I thought she was hilarious. Um, and then Socks was actually a pretty nice, decent character for the cat. You know that 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 uh, aids uh, Buzz through throughout the film. I thought that was great. And uh, you get these certain scenes that were pretty funny. Like as as I mentioned, the the, the lady on parole when Buzz gave them the the Space Ranger suits. Um, he explained that like there was these insects that were outside waiting for them. And he, they told him that they had a, a camouflage where they can go invisible. And he says like, I'll, I'll go here and you guys go there and we'll meet up here. And they're like, all right, cool. But Buzz forgot to tell them that the invisible only lasts for 60 seconds. So Buzz forgot about that. And while he was doing his thing, he's like, oh shit. I forgot to tell him that this is temporary. And when, as soon as he turns around, the old lady in, on parole, she starts like making fun of the, 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 the bugs that can't see her. Like, she's like, she's like, ha ah, stupid insects. You can't see me. And when, as soon as the, as soon as the uh, camouflage uh, is, <laughs> is gone, you see her kind of like, just like uh, making fun of the bugs by like, like, you know, moving her ass in front of them and all this. Like, it's, it's hilarious. I thought it was funny. He's like, she's like, Oh shit. Oh damn. Oh shit. Let's get out of here. And then it was a funny scene. The way they delivered, it, I thought that was hilarious. She's really good with the guns. Uh, and she's like, I'm not, I'm not able to, at first she she couldn't hold, she wouldn't hold a gun simply because she's on parole. She's like, I can't I'm on parole. I can't deal with guns. And Buzz is like, no, fuck that. Here you go. You need to help us. She's like, all right. And then she's like, all of a sudden, ever since she knows that she has the right to to pick up a gun she's just blasting everywhere killing everybody throwing grenades at the at the robots i thought i thought she was hilarious because she's this old lady old short lady on parole and it's just it's funny i i really like the direction that they were going with her the other one the clumsy one just seemed like a very generic character that we see like oh this clumsy like oh my god i don't know what i'm doing and uh, I'm a failure because I'm always fucking up, and like it, it was that you know. And then we get Hawthorne, the 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 granddaughter, which I thought she was great because we at first when we saw her, I was like, well, how she saved Buzz in the beginning, um, from one of the Zorg's uh, uh robots. It, it looked like she's a she was a pro, and then we find out she's a rookie and she's afraid of space. She wants to be a space ranger and she's afraid of space. Of course, she conquers that. 
when she realizes that she needs to save Buzz that's being beaten by uh, being defeated by Zerg. And she has to go across the other side of the spaceship. And and because there's no time, she needs to basically open up one of the seals and basically go through uh, the space and, uh, and and basically try to get to Buzz to help him out. And of course, she eventually conquers that by the help of Socks giving her inspiration, basically. And she's like, fuck it. I got to do it. I'm a Hawthorne. I got to, you know, represent. And she ends up doing it. She ends up overcoming. And then that's why Buzz eventually went realizing that this crew got it done against Zerg and its robots. That's why he kept them. Uh, he kept them as, as his team. And now he's building the, a whole new team on a whole new planet doing all new adventures and stuff like that. It sounds great. I'm telling you, I think in the third act, they just killed it for me. I just thought I was like, fuck, there was no need for that. You, you Zerg could have just been some villain, killed him off and had this emotion, emotional speech from from the crew trying to stop Buzz from doing this. Because they were like, dude, if you do, if you go along with this, we'll be erased. And, you know, yes, you'll have what you wanted. But and of course, Buzz would eventually would not be able to do it because he's, you know, he's got along with them. He he's. He bonded with them. He likes them. Obviously, they, they're they fuck-ups, but he likes them because, you know, and especially if that's Hawthorne's granddaughter. How would if how would she, how would Alicia feel if you told her, I erased your granddaughter from a timeline just so that I can bring you back and take you guys to the planet? She wouldn't like that. She would not like that. Obviously, because she made a life of hers, of hers in that planet while Buzz was doing that, that fucking mission. She had a, a life of her own, but Buzz didn't see that, obviously, because he was never there. It all sounds good on paper. It's just the execution at the end of the second act going into the third is where they fucked it all up for me. And it just, yeah, it wasn't, I, I just did not like that third act. I just wish they could have gone in a better, in a different direction. As I mentioned, does it deserve the bashing it's getting? Me personally, no. I think I had a... A pretty good experience with this film, as I mentioned. I just wish they could have gone a, a better third act than that. I think if the third act was better, I think this movie probably would have moved up a little bit better, and I actually would have enjoyed it more. But that third act really holds the movie back, in my opinion. Chris Evans was actually not a not a bad Buzz Lightyear, he, uh, as far as the voiceover goes. He's it's it wasn't bad. Yes, would I have preferred Tim Allen? Of course, of course. But we did not. So, and I think the the Disney Pictures, Pixar, all them should have realized you can't fuck with people's nostalgia, man. You're fucking with people's nostalgia, like people that grew up with this movie, '90s kids and all that, and even the kids today, the kids that grew up with this movie, you're fucking with their nostalgia, man. And that's that was your biggest fuck up right there. And that's why people bashed on this movie, too. They're like, fuck, Tim Allen's not even here? Boom, downgrade. Uh, you know, you you do you did this third act, downgrade. It, it, it just... It could have been done better. It, it really could have. I, I wish it could. I wish it could. I really, I really wanted to go in this movie and be like, you know what? I think you guys were wrong. I, I, I think this movie was actually good. But unfortunately I, unfortunately, I can see why people bashed on this movie. It doesn't deserve that bad of a bashing it was getting. 
But I can understand why people were upset with this film. With that being said, guys, let's get to my rating here. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. I think it's borderline, take it or leave it kind of film. If you're if you're a fan of the Toy Story franchise, I think you're I think people are still going to go and watch it if you haven't seen it yet and but you're a fan of the Toy Stories uh, franchise, I think you'll probably go end up seeing it. However, with all the all the mixed reviews and the and the criticisms that that this movie has gotten, I think I think it's shied people away from this film here. So Unfortunately, even if if you are a Toy Story fan and you haven't seen it, I think the mixed reviews will probably kind of scare you off. At least, at least, like if you don't want to waste your money going to the movie theaters for it, if you want to, if you rather just rent it for a lot cheaper or whatever, then do that. Or just wait till I don't know if they're gonna have it on Disney Plus or what. Just wait till there if you have a if you have a subscription to Disney Plus. Just wait till it hits there and you can watch it for free. But um I yeah, I would I would just wait till it gets to Disney Plus. Don't waste your money um at the movie theaters. It's entertaining enough. But yeah, the screenplay, the the story, I was oh fuck. Yeah, they they fucked it up right there. So uh yeah guys that is my review for uh lightyear let me know in the uh comments below on my instagram page spoiler underscore reels if you agree or disagree with me have you seen this movie what did you guys think of it am i missing something what how did you how did you watch this movie like how did what did you think of it like did you see it in a different way that I did? Like, let me know. You can even tell me, I think you're wrong. It makes fucking sense in the third act. I think the third act was great. It makes sense. Let me know. Let me know. It's subjective. You know, I could be wrong. I could be right. Who knows? But that's the way I looked at it. And that's, that's how I'm sticking to it. So, all right, guys, that is it for my review. Uh, As I mentioned, check out my Instagram page, spoiler underscore reels. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode.